Josh. Honest Josh. <laughs> Honest Josh. Honest Josh. Honest Josh Delisle's used cars. <laughs> well, you know, that's, uh, Jay calls me Knuckles. Uh, Knuckles Malone. Because <laughs> there's, um, along the way from Jay's house to Jim's house, there's this um, car dealership in the middle of, uh, I think, Brooklyn, Michigan. Mm-hmm. That's called uh, Knuckles Malone's Used Cars. <laughs> what? Which is the funniest thing ever. So ever since then, uh, Jay, that's like his uh, nickname for me is Knuckles Malone. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's clever. But, I uh, never heard that before. Me either. <laughs> well, I know that uh, the old priest at St. Elizabeth, or v- visiting priest, his name was Father TJ. But uh, I think Uncle Paul used to call him Speedy Malone because he, he was always a lot faster than Father Charles was. That sounds like a good Catholic priest. Oh, yeah. yeah. Speed that up. Speedy ones. Come on, boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Father, so, I'm, so, no, 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 you go first. I was just going to be about the cake pops, mm-hmm. so you go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, Father Charles was very detailed and always took a long time. And I remember he... He sang a lot too. He would sing everything out, you know. And so, yeah, I think uh, Paul, Uncle Paul, was probably very relieved to have a speedy priest. <laughs> well, if it's anything like it was in my childhood, when my dad would be uh, sitting in the back row, inching towards the door as right. uh, as we were getting close to communion time. As <laughs> soon as you got that communion, you were allowed to go. <laughs> oh boy! We were not allowed to go. It was very rare that we were allowed to go after communion. We had to stay for whatever happened after that but we did have one priest when i was a kid that would call out people if they were leaving after community. he would yell across the church mm-hmm. where are you going you got somewhere more important to be mm-hmm. sounds like father charles <laughs> father charles oh it's so funny because father charles if if there was a crying baby he would get upset if uh, the baby was crying and like and the parents weren't doing anything quite a bit and he would stop the service and look at the baby look at the parents say the sewing room is over there. Oh, boy. <laughs> he was very popular. <laughs> popular? Well, that's a nice way of putting it. Yeah. Popular. That is so funny. Since my family wasn't Catholic, that was really quite a, a joke, you know. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> that, that's some of your funniest days, you know, looking back to when... You didn't have to choose anything, you know, to you said or yeah. They, they just told you <laughs> as a what child, was. Yep. you know, go do that. Yeah. I wouldn't know what to choose. Right, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah, and, and and most of the time, that's something we all long for. Yet we also all constantly scream for independence. Right. <laughs> and like, I, I'm my own person. I can make right. my own decisions. And like, see. Please, somebody take care of this for me. Just tell me where I'm supposed to go and what to do. I wonder why all the people are leaving me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I think Terry was going to ask about the cake pops. Oh, we just were wondering about the mystery cake pops, if you brought those. I, I did for Chris okay. to take to Brooke. Oh, oh sweet. I, I, um, I figured they would make a good uh, uh, offering for him when he went to Brooke. <laughs> I'm assuming you're probably going to go see her today at some point. or Quite possibly. Definitely sometime this week. So thank you, Josh. I, Brooke, she loves the, loved the cake pops for her birthday. So. That was yeah. sweet. Thank so you. speaking of Brooke, how was your Frankenmuth trip? It was pretty fun. Thank you for asking. Um, we uh, 
we stayed at the uh, Best Western and Birch Run, so about oh, okay. yeah. t- ten minutes away from Frank and Move. But but yeah, it was a good experience. We went to Zenders for dinner. Mm-hmm. Zenders is the main competition to uh, the Bavarian Inn. They both are known for their chicken, and right. um, we chose Zenders because Brooke had her Brooke's best friend said that. Um, Oh, you should go. Zenders has better chicken than Bavarian Inn. And Brooke said, "Oh, we'll just see about that." So we <laughs> went to Zenders, and yeah, they give you a lot of food at Zenders. So is it good food? Yes. Oh, yeah, very tasty. Um, the chicken was. Uh, Brooke loved the chicken. I thought the chicken was pretty good too. But I still got to try the Bavarian Inn. <laughs> um, so we the, can't quote you on which one's better. No, you can't. Not yet. Not until I tried the Bavarian Inn chicken. <laughs> Don't quote me yet. And uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll have to get a GoFundMe started to, to fund Chris going up to the Bavarian Inn so we can get his review of that. <laughs> mm, yeah, that'll be our new uh, man versus food segment. Yeah. <laughs> So um, did you have the chicken dinner where they just keep bringing you food? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the last time I went, I was like, oh my gosh, what mm-hmm. on earth are they bringing next? It was like, every couple of minutes, they bring you some other dish of food. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think it's called the uh, the famous family dinner or mm-hmm. something like that. But yeah, so that's right. First, they bring you app- appetizers like bread with multiple butter and jelly, <laughs> multiple flavors of butter and jelly. Um, what was the other thing? That's to get you more hungry. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I can't even remember everything it was. I went there a couple years ago with all my cousins, and we sat at a big table. Mm-hmm. It was just like this feast of just dishes and dishes of food. Like, oh, my God, how are you going to eat this? Well, the appetizer, you're right. There was seven or eight plates just of appetizers. Right. And yeah, let's see. Um, bread, cranberries, uh, cottage cheese, uh, cheeses, um yeah, many. And then when they bring you the main course, that's probably 10 or 11 plates. Uh, mashed wow. potatoes and gravy, wow. <laughs> fried chicken, uh, squash. Yeah, just all kinds of vegetables. Oh, yeah, uh, green beans, yeah. So um, by the time they bring you, I I had no room for dessert. And uh, they came up and the waiter asked, okay, what, what kind of ice cream would you guys like for dessert? And I thought, well, Brooke, you can get dessert if you want, but I'm not full and so brooke got um vanilla and orange sherbet swirl (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i I really uh zenders yes it was very good food to answer your question josh very tasty at zenders and um we other than zenders we had a fun time walking around old frankenmuth and all the different stores and uh, the, the Amish cheese store, the, mm-hmm. <laughs> the cheese store was really nice and big, and uh, yeah, we had a good, and while we were there in Frankenmuth, uh, Brooke's family, they got a, another dog, um, well, it's a, it's a long story, they had a, a dog pass away recently, but they, and they, and then they got a, a new puppy, but um, anyway, so um, for the new puppy, Brooke literally, her mom texted her while while we were in break. We said, uh, "Dad and I went down to Ohio. We got a new puppy." And Brooke said, "Oh, so I gotta get a new uh, toy for for the puppy." And uh, so yeah, we at the Frankenmuth, uh, the outdoor mall they have in Frankenmuth. They have a, a really cute pet store, and uh, so Brooke got a couple of uh, like little doggy t-shirts <laughs> uh-huh. mm, that's what we need to get for a day's done we have to go buy a, a 
puppy toy ourselves as soon as <laughs> we leave gift, here today. Yes. Because, um, again, Buddy Jay that we were just speaking of, um, he just got his first uh, adult dog. Or his first dog, his first as, dog as an adult. As an adult. <laughs> so um, he's, got, a puppy. he's got a puppy uh, Labradoodle. Wow. So... Um, so anyway, so we're going to go pay homage to the new puppy king <laughs> at, at this house. Puppy queen. Puppy queen, sorry. Oh, it's a girl dog. Yes. Named Tony? <laughs> Tony, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a pretty cute name for a girl yep. dog. So, uh, so yeah, so we have to stop and get a puppy toy along the way out to Tecumseh the, um, when we leave here. So It's very sweet. What, what are, you, are you considering? Well, I, apparently Terry's now considering clothing. Well, now that I heard about the t-shirt, I'm like, oh, maybe she needs a t-shirt. <laughs> that would be nice. I think so. If you guys want some recommendations, I can, I can text Brooke and ask her, what, what are the best toys for a new puppy? Okay. Yeah, because I don't know. I'm not a dog person. I don't know oh, what that's what I was going to say. I'm some, you guys being such cat people, mm-hmm. uh, cat lovers, I, I bet that's a little bit strange for you guys to have to pay homage to a, a puppy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, there, I, there are dogs that I love. Like, I love Jim and Betsy's dogs. Mm-hmm. Well, now dog. Yeah. And uh, when my sister had a Dalmatian, that was my favorite dog. He was the cutest. <laughs> well, I know that... Uh, oh, go, go ahead, Josh. No, go. Oh, I was just going to say, I know that um, when Josh came over for the political conventions five years ago... Uh, he got to meet our two of our dogs, mm-hmm. yeah. Mia, who has now passed away, and Leo. So and uh, Josh was very nice to Mia and Leo, and they uh, Mia and Leo both seemed to like Josh. Yeah, dogs love Josh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm usually nice to dogs. Right. I just don't care for them. I just don't want to have one house. I have no beef with them per se, but I don't really have any interest in them for the most part. Oh. I, I, I like a dog to go hiking with. That's kind of fun. yeah. They're you good know? for. I just don't want to own a dog because you have to remember to come home and take care of it. Where cats pretty much do that, you know. I think yeah. what Josh is trying to say is he's a mailman. You know, being a mailman, <laughs> you know, being a mailman get the worst of dogs. Yeah, it, no matter how long ago being a mailman was, it seems to stick with you. Dogs can still smell it out of you. <laughs> well, well, I can smell the mail on you. My, my favorite story was when Josh said that it's funny how many times a day people will say, uh, oh, don't worry about my dog, when he comes yeah, up to well, deliver mail, and the person says, oh, that, that dog won't bite, or that dog won't, don't worry about that dog, and the dog will get really close to Josh and start causing trouble, and the person will <laughs> I did not know that was going to happen. Dogs hate mailmen. Never have they right. ever done this. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, that was well. embarrassing moments, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, never mind. So, so when you were at the chicken place mm-hmm. in Frankenmuth, Zenders, the, Z- Zenders, mm-hmm. I don't want to disparage the Zenders. By oh, calling, you're good. By you're calling good. them the chicken good. place. Uh, <laughs> um, so. They didn't make you guys like sit communally with other people, though, right? Oh no, no. So. Um, we actually, they, no, we, we, um, it's all booths, uh, separate booths and tables. And we actually, we had to make reservations ahead of time. Our reservation, uh, was for 7 p.m. Cause that's, or 7 p.m. was the earliest we could get. And, uh, so we, um, we were waiting because Brooks said, well, maybe if we check in early, maybe they'll, they'll let us in early, earlier than seven. So I said, okay, that's worth a try. We showed up at 
No, I'm sorry. Our our reservation was at seven fifteen, and we showed up probably six twenty or so. Oh wow! And yeah, that was probably way too early for their. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, not only was it too early, but literally, I I don't think we got seated until six twenty five, like ten minutes late, because they they were that busy. Oh, seven twenty. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, that's okay. <laughs> I was just following along. No, you're good. You're, I I do that a lot. Say the wrong number. Anyways, um. They, they didn't seat us until 10 minutes after our reservation time, so we literally were waiting in the uh, the waiting area for over an hour, And the, but it's a nice waiting area. It, what they have, they have a couple like armchairs and uh, recliners by a fireplace, and uh, literally they had some, every couple of minutes they had workers come and adjust the fire and they had so a worker come over and bring a big a pile of wood and throw more wood in the in the uh, fireplace. So they uh, and they they had TV there too in the waiting room. So yeah, but um, but yeah, it just was funny. We had to wait for over an hour, you know, there in the restaurant. <laughs> wow. But no, no, no communal sitting. I that was a good question though, Josh. Thinking of being a Bavarian town, I I could see why you think we'd. There would be communal seats. I guess they couldn't do that right now anyway. <laughs> well, I, I, well, that was why I was trying to figure out how they were doing it because, I mean, the the business model for those types of things, um, you know, the, the whole point of bringing plate of plate, you know, plate after plate of food to people as a family-style dining is, you know, the business model, how you would make money. Yeah, but it's food. only to your own group that they bring that food. It's not like... Some of them, like, will match up people, though. Not oh, right now during, you right. know, the pandemic stuff, but, like, that that was a way that, oh, you know, similar to, like, the hibachi tables or whatever. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not really that different from, you know, as far right. as business model-wise, but oh, anyway, I was just interested, so. Do you remember that, um, that chicken dinner place we went to in Monroe that was only there for, like, five minutes? <laughs> that, um, yes. they brought you all the bowls of food, so it's like that, except for 20 times more food. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, and that I, food was not very good. No, that food, that food was terrible. There was a place in Monroe that tried to be like Zenders mm. or one of those with the chicken. You would just go and order your dinner and they'd bring you all these plates of food. Mountain, but it was food. terrible. <laughs> the food was terrible. And then it closed like a week later. I mean, it was really oh. a very short-lived place. Well, they, they, <laughs> they couldn't keep up with Doce Vita. Doce Vita was very popular. It was, yes. It was until it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> until, they, until they ran it into the ground. Is Dose Media still open? No. No, no. Um, oh. No, it's, uh, it closed down uh, five years ago now. Four, oh, it's been a while. Four, but yeah. Sometime after we started recording Treasure Talks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Um, hint, hint. Yeah. yeah I, don't think, I don't think we took him down, but. Uh, oh, something to do with it yeah. we left a couple of bad reviews i remember <laughs> i remember hearing josh and terry saying i mean i, I don't want to drop any names but so and so and so and so might have said had some bad reviews of what dulce vita used to be and oh, what I it see. is currently <laughs> so we may have drove just a little bit drove dulce okay. vita in the sorry don't you we'll take credit for it i, I, I have no problem I'll I'll, uh, I'll call Diana later today and tell her that we're taking credit for it. She'll be very thankful. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and she funny? My uh, business partner, who oh, uh, also used to be um, the general manager there before I was, oh. uh, and I took over her position. So, uh, but she's always uh, 
she's she's always been very thankful when it finally went out of business. So <laughs> I, I'll take credit for it now. No, I, I'm just teasing you guys. I know you didn't leave any. You you didn't do anything. Oh, I, I definitely have said bad things about the place. Uh, <laughs> I, I, there's no doubts. Uh, they drove themselves into the ground. <laughs> uh, in, yeah, it was a sad situation, but. Uh, but no, now it's uh, Quattro's who took over that building. Because mm-hmm. uh, first it was that chicken place that tried, and um, that did not work out. I think they lasted maybe three, four months. And, mm-hmm. um, and then Quattro's, which used to be a pretty fancy schmancy restaurant in Monroe that mm-hmm. went um, a couple of generations uh, of family owning it and everything. And so the the youngest generation bought the building and they put it put their restaurant in there and as soon as they started it was when the pandemic hit oh. so like they've been pretty much closed down since so rotten luck <laughs> it, yeah definitely didn't work out in their favor for sure um <laughs> so yeah so anyway mr chris we uh didn't get to bring your Christmas gifts to you last time. Well, so, that's all right. And you get the fancy-ass uh, uh, packaging here of a yep. plastic bag. Oh. Plastic bag. <laughs> but really, one of them's a gift, and the other are things that we're just passing along to you because we think that you would enjoy them at some point. Well, so thank I'm going to hand so that much. over to you. I really appreciate it, guys. Absolutely. And, oh, remind me before we leave, in my car, I have the uh, the Stax Record DVD. Oh, cool. Back Did you, you ever get a chance to watch it? I I did. I uh, I really enjoyed the stacks review uh, yeah. with uh, Otis Redding and uh, the, the Green Onion or no, I'm I'm sorry, Booker T yeah, and yep. the MGs saying Green Onions. <laughs> but, uh, and then the the documentary. I watched the documentary nice. too. That was yeah. interesting. Interesting documentary. Like you know, it's a little more uh, lo-fi. You know, it's not as slick slick of a documentary as a lot of like the Netflix ones nowadays and stuff like that. But I thought it was very interesting. Oh, so. yeah. Definitely nice to hear firsthand from Steve Cropper and yeah. a lot of the, yeah. the studio musicians. Cool. All right. Let's see what we got here. A nice final record. <laughs> Mr. Rogers! <laughs> Won't you be my neighbor? <laughs> so we, we found that at... Um, we found that at Slick Disc, and we thought that you might uh, get a kick out of that one. I do get it, and I love Slick Disc in Trenton. That it is a great place to go to. Yeah, one of the better places. And uh, but yeah, it, it was so funny that we had had that, and then you bought the Sesame Street mm-hmm. record for Terry. Yep. So we were laughing about the fact that had we remembered to bring it, there would have been uh, exchanging going on. We might have to uh, do a side-by-side photo of you guys holding the Sesame yes. Street record, me holding Won't You Be yes, My Neighbor. Yes, that would be lovely. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Thank you, Terry and Josh. Absolutely. All right, we got some DVDs. Or, no, one DVD, one book, two DVDs. Well, we'll see. I'll, I'll stay. I'll is, stay it a, is it a sweater, possibly yellow? <laughs> <laughs> a yellow sweater. <laughs> Oh, the mighty, a mighty wind! Yeah, I haven't watched it yet, but I heard about it. That uh, Eugene Levy, Harry Shearer. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty great. Oh yeah. So, so you have you have not seen that one yet? Not yet. I've just Wonderful. I've watched the trailer and I I know a little about well, it. Well, I think you're gonna love this, and particularly because you've been getting so much into music lately. Mm-hmm. This is a wonderful mockumentary, um, and the music in it is just. Absolutely uh, fantastic. Just uh, really well written. Christopher Guest does a, a wonderful job writing the soundtrack to it. And uh, 
all the different bands that they create. Uh, by the end of the movie, it's definitely one of those things where you feel like you know all of those bands, even though they're all made up. Mm-hmm. Like you feel like, oh, I've I've known these bands all my life. And, oh yeah, I have been wanting to watch this, and I'll tell you right off the bat, Harry Shearer, Michael McKean. Christopher Guest, Spinal Tap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so in this one, they're the Folksmen. The Folksmen. Yes. And so, yeah, and there's like a few funny nods to Spinal Tap in yes. there along with it. So, um, <laughs> it's really interesting. I've never heard of them. <laughs> oh, I haven't watched it yet either. But. Yeah, it pro- probably wasn't in your wheelhouse, Granny. Right. Uh, this would have been in the early 2000s. So, um, but it's. Just a wonderful group of comedians and mm-hmm. uh, who uh, love folk music, and so they made this movie right. as kind of a, a tribute to how much they love old folk music. Isn't so, that wonderful? It is. It is, and it's very funny. Things like that should live on, shouldn't they? Yes. Absolutely. So yeah, so we we were thinking Chris would like that. So mm-hmm. yes. well, thank you guys. Absolutely, and there, I mean, there everything that they're in together. There's a great chemistry, but there is nothing like the chemistry between Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara in this movie. Yes, it is I would agree. Beautiful. With that. Oh yeah, yeah. It, both of them, Catherine O'Hara and Eugene Levy, are very funny. So, yes. Yes, I. Uh, so yeah, so we'll be interested in hearing what you think of that movie when you get around to it. So. Absolutely, I'm. Um, I I have been wanting to watch it for a few years, and I think they had it one um, not slick disc, but um, what was it? Uh, the video game store in Southgate, um, new new Super Game Time. They had it there, new Super Game Time. They have this deal. Uh, Super Game Time. Yeah, it's a it's a video game store, but they also have movies there too. Okay, and it's it's on North um, Northline Road, uh, in Southgate. But anyways, um, they have a deal there, like five DVDs for twenty dollars, and uh, I saw this there with this, one of the DVDs for sale, and I thought about buying it, but I whatever five movies interested me more than this one <laughs> at the time. But I'm very glad that I'll be able to watch it now. Now, have you watched any of the Christopher Guest movies, aside from Spinal Tap? You, that's a good question. Uh, like Best in Show, mm-hmm. uh, Waiting, Waiting for Guffman? Waiting for Guffman. Um, now, I haven't seen either of those two, so no, I don't think... Okay. Christopher, was he on Saturday Night Live? Yes. I think I saw a couple of his sketches on Saturday Night Live. Okay. So, yeah, I think this is a good entry point for you then because um, uh, if you end up liking this, um, I would definitely recommend that we go to uh, uh, Best in Show next Mm -hmm. and then Waiting for Guffman. Okay. Uh, But uh, because all of them are are similar in nature. Like, they have a very – well, they're the same style of movie. They're mockumentaries and they're a lot of the same actors and actresses. But – but ultimately, I, I think this is for you. I think this is the one that will catch your attention first. Absolutely. So. Well, and I remember even when I was a kid, like at different stores and video stores and stuff, I would see the cover, and you know how kids are, like you know, always attracted to a nice. So I, I remember seeing and thinking, oh, that looks like a cool movie. You know, when I was six or seven years old. But you know, for whatever reason, you know, but passed up the movie. And, yeah, a different movie, but but yeah, I definitely will let you guys know what I think of it. Wonderful, that's fantastic. And last but not least, so we... this one you may or may not know. Mm. I don't know, so I'll, I'll be interested to see what you think. Oh <laughs> yeah, a nice a nice surprise for all of us. Yes. <laughs> Let's see. No, <laughs> 
Oh, I you know I think I did watch this. So I think Josh lent it to UHF. Uh, you uh, Josh lent it to me a couple of years ago. Okay, well, um, I, I didn't know if I had or not, but that one I, I um, it's Bill, a wonderful. Bill, uh, it's Billy Barty is in it. Billy Barty is in it, mm-hmm. yeah, and and it's a wonderful uh, Blu-ray collection because it actually has. Um, go ahead, Terry. I was just gonna ask Granny if she needed something to drink. Would you like anything to Would, drink? Pardon? Would you like anything to drink while I'm No, home? not a You're thing. You're good? Okay. I'm just as happy as can be. All right. Awesome. <laughs> uh, it has a wonderful little documentary uh, on there also about the making of it, oh, okay. which is quite interesting. Like, um, and the, the commentary mm-hmm. tracks are yeah. really very interesting. So, um, anyway, I, go ahead. Well, I was just going to ask, does Weird Al, is he in the commentary? Yeah, I believe so, yes. Oh, well, yeah. that's very good, because I do love Weird Al. He's a real funny guy. So I, I definitely, I remember watching it before. It, it is a pretty clever movie. I know, um, what's his name, uh, Michael Richards from Seinfeld. He he has a real good role in here. Yes, yeah. The, his role as Stanley Spadowski is one of my favorite comedic roles ever. Um, and, and I just, the, the movie UHF is, is such an important movie to me as a, uh, as a child and growing mm-hmm. up. And, and to this day, you know, being... 42 i still can watch it and laugh my my butt off just the whole time it's so so well written so well paced and just what was it well so the movie is um this guy named weird al yankovic who is a musician and he makes parody songs so like if people write a uh, like a really heartfelt song he'll do a version of their song but make it funny uh mm-hmm. and usually uh particularly back when he was younger he, he would be about food so, like, he took Michael Jackson's song called Beat It, and he called it Eat, Eat It. it. And, uh, and it was all just a bunch of puns about eating, you know, different types of food. Yeah. And uh, But it was fun. And as a kid, it was clever, and it made you think, like, oh, I get the joke. You know, when you're a kid and, and somebody's making a, a kind of interesting joke, especially as an adult, and you understand it as a child, you know, if it's such a feeling of accomplishment. Like, right. oh, wow, you know, I belong in this. You I betcha. And so... Um, he got a chance to make a movie, and in this movie, the the premise of it is that um, his uncle uh, gets a small-time uh, TV station in a little town, uh, like there used to be, like that would just do local programming. These little TV stations would just have, uh, you know, like their local celebrities doing talk shows, or they would have people filming themselves bowling or stuff like that, just like anything to put television content out for, for the small audience. Well, he, his uncle gets this uh, TV station. He becomes the station manager for his uncle. And then it is just like all of his parodies, but turning into TV shows. And it's very funny and very, you know, it's a clever, as, as Chris likes to say, it's a clever movie. <laughs> um, That's right. And, yeah, so um, <laughs> it's definitely when I think, you know, um, it doesn't surprise me that I've made you watch it before, but I, I, I thought of you with the, the Blu-ray of it because... Uh, like I said, all the extras on it, I think, will actually enhance that experience for you. So Absolutely. So something fun and, you know, maybe something to torture Brooke, Brooke with one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, actually, I don't even know if Brooke knows who Weird Al Yankovic is. Oh, so my goodness. You, well, well, we we haven't talked about him. Sure. She might know. but Not exclusively have Weird Al conversations. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's funny. No, I... Um, Oh, I, I was going to say, do you guys have the pop figure for Weird Al? We don't. I don't believe we do, no. no. Oh, yeah. They have a couple of pop figures for, for Al Yankovic. Uh, there's one, where, like Josh was saying, for the Eat It music video. And uh, 
Or, no, not, I'm sorry, not eat it. Um, the fat one? Fat, sorry. Oh, that's that's right. I would like to have that one. I, I, I wouldn't mind that one, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, this, um... You ain't fat. You ain't nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do look forward to watching UHF. Is it figure. a funny one? It yes. is very oh, funny. Yes. Yeah, yes. there's... Oh, oh, I'm just going to say, there's a lot of parodies in here, like... There's uh, Indiana Jones at the beginning of the film, and then uh, Bill, Billy Barty, Billy the dwarf, uh, Billy Barty, he has a couple of funny scenes. Oh, so. yeah, that's Noodles. Noodles, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then Michael Richards from Seinfeld, he does a, a real good job. So, yeah, I look for I think it was about four years ago. Sounds all right. So. Well, sweet. I hope you enjoy. Thank you, but, Josh. Oh, oh, um. so do I have to give you guys... You don't give, give us anything back. back. Those are all yours. All right. But I will give you back the stacks, Steve. I will take that yes. back. Yes. I figured. I figured. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. So, uh, last time we, uh, we played some games with Terry's sister, Lisa. Uh, she came over and um, she's been one of our bubble... Family people. <laughs> Bubble. Um, so she came over and we, we played games online, uh, like the Jackbox games online with Ace and with uh, Lisa's kids. Wow. Uh, utilizing YouTube and live streaming and all kinds of <laughs> crazy <laughs> technology. Yeah. Um, and then, then we tried to watch Walk Hard, but... Um, oh, the Dewey Cox story. Yes. But then, uh, Lisa fell out about an hour in or so. She, uh, she was too tired, so... <laughs> That's really ironic that uh, you guys. Uh, it's not, that sounds like a real fun party, but that's ironic because tonight, I, me, and my friends, uh, we're going to be doing a, a watch party on Amazon Prime. Okay. Okay. How does that work? Oh, so uh, you movie you send uh, a movie link to all your friends, and then they all log on to Amazon Prime, and um, I'm the I'll be the host, so I control the movie, and uh, you all watch the and there's chat there's a chat screen so oh, you can in, instant message with each other while you're watching the movie so it's just kind of a nice little digital you know digital. so what's the movie uh we have not finalized the okay. movie yet we were i want to make it a movie that's free on amazon prime mm-hmm. so i'll look at it. um i i made a list of seven different movies okay all right well we're gonna rank your seven movies that you listed <laughs> we have to vote for you Yes, absolutely. I hope you vote. Well, and while I'm looking for the movie list, I Brooke, I texted Brooke and asked her what's a good gift for a, a female puppy. Okay, it's breaking news. Okay. Breaking news. <laughs> well, well, Brooke, Brooke is the dog expert because yeah. her family uh, currently has five dogs. My goodness, in, including the new puppy. That, wow! Because That's they a lot of dogs. Yeah. Yeah, they had um, Pancho passed away recently. Pancho was uh, eleven or twelve, and um, only about a week after Pancho he and he Pancho died in his sleep too. Uh-huh. He died suddenly. Uh, they're not really sure what happened, but but anyways, um, only a week after Pancho passed away. The, uh, David and Jill drove down to Ohio to get the current puppy. Who they named the puppy Tucker. Tucker. Cute. That's a cute name for a puppy. <laughs> I think Chris they, is on the fence. No, you're on the fence. Sorry. I, I think it should have been Lefty. Lefty. Pancho and Lefty. You know. Oh, I see. <laughs> was Pancho a Chihuahua? He was a Chihuahua. Yeah. I I think. Wait, uh, no, I'm sorry. They do have a Chihuahua. The Chihuahua is named Patsy, named after Patsy Cline. Oh, okay. <laughs> T- 
Texas, you know, Chihuahua. Yeah. Okay. Not quite as racist as going Poncho with a a Chihuahua, so okay. I can't remember what breed Poncho was, but I I could ask Brooke. But the new new dog, Tucker, is a a Yorkie. Yorkie. Cute. Okay. Yeah, I just think they... Tucker Tucker isn't a bad name, but um, they I feel like they could have done a little bit better. Yeah, and plus all the other dogs could be mean and start rhyming his name with you know bad words. <laughs> exactly. It's a bad playground name. Yeah, it's not, it's not a good name to have. You know, they, they do the banana rama song, you know, with it. Oh, banana fana. Banana fana song. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> Yes. No, I, I knew what he meant, Banana yes. Fofana. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Brooks says, uh, uh, pink, any uh, clothes or toys that are pink are very nice. Uh, lamb chops, lamb chops make a good gift. Like, like raw lamb chops? Or? <laughs> no, 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 like sweet. <laughs> the sweet lamb chops. Yeah. Oh, oh, Josh was teasing us. Like, uh, and so then, here's a rack of lamb, dog. Right. <laughs> Well, Brooke said if you guys can find a Petco, Petco Petcos have uh, a wide variety of uh, toys for puppies. Okay. okay. I'll tell her thank you. I will, for thank sure. I like, a, I like a t-shirt idea. That's what I'm stuck on now. I don't know how Jay's going to feel about that, but Petco. <laughs> she needs a little pink t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's right. Pink t-shirts are good. All right. I'm... Okay. So the list of seven, seven movies. movies. That's right. Yes. Number one, Sonic the Hedgehog with Jim Carrey and the uh, and uh, James Marsden. Wasn't that um, Schwartzman or Schwartz uh, Ben Schwartz who, who wrote that or something? I like think that? so. Or he yeah. played Sonic. Uh, no, no, I think uh, Mar James Marsden played. Sonic. Okay, so maybe he wrote it then. But um, mm-hmm. got, yeah, Schwartz. Have you speaking of which? Have you watched any of the Schwartz and Middle Ditch stuff on, on Netflix yet? Not yet. No, I will That's though. Now I, I would recommend it. It's, okay, it's quite fun. So Mid- Middle Ditch, Middle Ditch, and, and Schwartz. Middle they're, Ditch they're and two, Schwartz. Two uh, comedic actors. They do a improv show. There's like three episodes of it on uh, Netflix, and it's it's. It's quite interesting. Okay. So anyway, go on. Middle, no, that's that's fine. Uh, Middle Ditch and Shorts. I will watch that. Number two, Dead Poets Society with Robin Williams. Okay. Number three, The Truman Show with Jim Carrey. We just watched that again. Oh, I love it holds the. Holds up, yeah. I love The Truman Show. That Me is too. A nice hidden camera movie. Number four, The Odd Couple with Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon. Interesting. Oh, the original. The original. The original. Nice. Okay. I, I actually have never watched The Odd Couple. But I, I know either. Yeah, I know it's a classic, though. So. Okay. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Coming to America with Eddie Murphy. And I, I thought Coming to America, that might be fitting since uh, they, there's a yeah. sequel coming yeah. out next month. We just watched that as well. Well, I had actually I've never seen Coming to America oh, okay. either. So it'd be good. Uh, number six, and I know this is a little girly and childish, but Dora and the Lost City of Gold, the the Dora the Explorer movie. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> well, I just when I tell you my group of friends, it, you you'll understand why. Okay. Hey, what, hey, you know your friends better than we do. I have no judgment. No. <laughs> We're not picking your friends, nor are we picking your friends' ideas. <laughs> and number seven. 
The Gumby Movie, uh, which came out in 1995. Oh, wow, okay. The Gumby Movie. That's an interesting one. Well, what's funny, because as a kid, I watched The Gumby Movie a lot, but I had actually, I didn't see any of episodes of the, the Gumby TV show until I was probably, like, a teenager. So. Okay. Right, yeah, okay. That's a diverse list of movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it covers all genres. So... You know, your list is, is definitely uh, got some intrigue to it. I um, I would say I, I agree with you on the idea that um, coming into America might be, like, interesting to do since it's going to be the sequel is coming out in a couple of weeks mm-hmm. on Amazon Prime for free as well. So if your friends happen to connect with it and you, and you guys have a good time watching it, then you may have yourself a built-in uh, follow-up. Uh, prime viewing party, you know, with the with the sequel coming out. So that's an interesting one. I, mm-hmm. I would definitely say, like, out of all of them, the most for me personally, like the 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 movie I think is the most uh, useful and intriguing is Truman Show. I think mm-hmm. that's that's just a, such a great movie. But um, it's also something that's kind of intensive, and I don't know that everybody's going to want to just like have a little chat going on also during it because it's, it's a movie that you kind of have to pay attention it's to. It's fast paced. It's fast paced and, and there's lots of very interesting details cooked into it that you know you kind of have to be looking at and really paying attention to to catch those details and if you're watching the chat screen you're not necessarily seeing those right. types of things. You, you'll miss stuff. Um, Important plot points. <laughs> so yeah I, I think if, uh, if I'm throwing a vote out there I'm, <laughs> I, I think I'm actually voting for Coming to America, regardless of my own personal review of Coming to America. I think, <laughs> I think that's the movie I would I would probably vote for out of that group. Mm-hmm. Terry, what's your vote? I would vote Coming to America because um, you haven't seen it, and mm-hmm. because next month or whatever, you guys could get together again and do the sequel. Right, exactly. Yeah. I, I didn't and I personally that. love Coming to America. Um, I'm, I'm watching it through the eyes of watching it the first time, where it was like you had never seen anything like that before because Eddie Murphy plays all those parts mm-hmm. and it's the first time he did that and the first time really anyone did something to that magnitude of trying to play all those parts. I think it's hilarious. Josh was just like, this is the stupidest movie ever. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I liked it. Did we finish watching the whole thing? No. I don't think so, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, we may go back and finish but it. The but the sequel was... looks awful. So I would really want to hear somebody's um, review of that. Too, but it could it might be good. I don't know, but that would be my vote would be coming to America because it's a comedy and I think that lends itself better to the watch party, like to right. fun and you know. universal. Yeah. yeah, and it's kind of, and it's kind of slow, so there'll be plenty of time for everybody to talk about like because it's not it's not like modern comedies where it's like a joke every thirty seconds has to hit. Like this movie has like a, a big joke and then it will give you a good five minutes worth of just. Uh, scenery shots and different right. other things to kind of process and then come back to another big joke. So um, the pacing probably lends itself better to a, a watch party scenario. For sure. So, yeah. Okay. We'll be interested in hearing what you pick and how it goes. Well, thank you. And and if we don't end up uh, watching Come to America this week, I'm sure uh, next time we might. Sure, be, yeah. So. Sure. But, uh, well, yeah, we're not, we're not saying you have to watch right. it. It's, it's just, just our opinion. Re- recommendation. Yeah. That's where our recommendation goes on the psychology of it all. <laughs> and I'll tell you my uh, group of friends, too, who are watching with me. Uh, possibly Brooke, if she can make it. To, we're doing it tonight. Tonight at probably uh, 6 or 7, somewhere in there. Uh, so, Brooke, 
Uh, cousin Shannon. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. My uh, cousin, uh, my dad's side of the family, family Cameron, cousin Cameron. Uh-huh. Uh, who else? Uh, my uh, my friend Bridget from University. Uh, my friend, uh, who she lives in Wyandotte. Uh, my friend Clarissa, uh, from also from University. Uh, and my friend Lexi, uh, I think I've told you guys about Lexi. She is Jewish and she, she lives in Illinois. Uh, Lexi and I... <laughs> We met through a, a dating website uh, about three years ago, and we uh, we just decided to be friends. So, <laughs> so That's we, cool, though. But we still text all the time, so we're good That's friends. awesome. Very cool. That mm-hmm. sounds like a fun group. Well, <laughs> since Lexi lives in Illinois, I, I have to make sure when I tell people the time, all right, guys, we're yes. getting together at 6 o'clock, 5 p.m. Central. Right, exactly. <laughs> you got to remember that part. Mm-hmm. I like that Shannon's a part of it. She is so funny. Oh, yeah. She just cracks me up. She will contribute to the, the chat, right. which will be very funny. And I, I tried to get everybody to vote on what movie they want to watch. Uh, so far, the consensus... Well, Shannon are, and Lexi are the only two who have voted. Uh, Shannon wants to watch either Sonic the Hedgehog or Dead Poet Society. Okay. And then right. Lexi wants to watch e- either of those two, Dead Poet Society, Sonic the Hedgehog, or The Odd Couple. So we'll... I kind of want to watch The Odd Couple now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Terry's changing her recommendation. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't know if I would recommend it for the chat thing as necessarily, but I've never seen it. Mm. I did used to love the show when I was a kid, but I've never seen the movie. Well, so. I and I was gonna say um, Walter Matthau. He is one of my favorite actors, and yeah, actually, funny. when Mom, I'm sure you guys heard that Mom was watching Granny last week when um, mm-hmm. Uncle Paul and Debbie were out of town. I came over on uh, one of the days to show a movie to Granny and to Mom. We watched The Sunshine Boys. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have you guys seen it? I've not it? seen it, but I remember it. Oh, yeah. That came out in 1976 wow. and is one of my favorite movies. Uh, I came to know the Sunshine Boys. I really like George Burns, you know, because oh, yeah. George Burns uh, turned 100 and died the, the year I was born. Oh, okay. So. Huh? Exactly 100 years old. So wow. I. Uh, Boy, that was a lot, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, 100. Yeah, and he 100 years old, and it was a big deal when he passed away too. He said he wanted to be buried with a cigar and a thousand dollars cash. And the cigar, I understand because you know that was his trademark. But a thousand dollars cash, that that thousand dollars could have gone to charity. Okay, what's he gonna tip somebody at the pearly gates? Let me in. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you remember I'm God? Get me and Gracie a nice booth. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, I have not seen that. I, um, I the name Sunshine Sunshine Boys is uh, used from a band that we have a record from. Uh, came out early last year, actually. Um, was when their album came out. Mm-hmm. I have to share that with you one of these days. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Go on. I was just gonna say about him liking Walter Matthau. He he's a great grumpy old man. Oh yeah, and stuff. But I love Jack Lemmon. Mm-hmm. Jack Lemmon. Yeah. So funny. I I can't believe I've never seen that movie. Walter Matthau is Bad News Bears, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. 
I mean, that, that's a pretty impressive... Which is funny when you think of it. He probably wasn't very old during that movie. Oh, oh yeah, they made him... Uh, so, well, actually, Jack Lemmon wasn't in The Sunshine Boys, but yeah, it was... No, I mean, Odd Couple. Oh, oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no worries. Right. Uh, so, um, Walter Matthau and uh, George Burns. So, George Burns was already in his 80s, so he definitely... He looked old when he was in The Sunshine Boys. Walter Matthau was probably 50 or 50, okay. uh, maybe... Probably early sixties, um, okay. and they had to do a lot of makeup work and you know graying his hair and stuff like that. But yeah, he did a very good job playing a, a grumpy old man oh, yeah. who's very senile. <laughs> well, he's one of those guys that like from the time he was thirty five looked like he was fifty five. Right, right. Like, Leslie know. Nielsen. Yeah, just like Leslie yeah, Nielsen. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, or or even. Um, uh, um, God, why am I? Oh, Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper's. Oh, I, I think there's definitely something for the the white hair kind of look, right. you know. So, uh, see, you know, Steve Martin has that too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely Steve Martin. He aged very fast. Um, but anyway, yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah, I guess you might. I'd be interested in watching Odd Couple. I, I would do it. I know who you were thinking of. You you were gonna say Chevy Chase because Chevy Chase he got gray hair pretty early on. I wasn't, but but Chevy's actually. A good example of somebody who, when he was twenty, looked like he was thirty-five. Right, yeah, he was aging. already balding. Yeah, the receding hairline. Yeah, and he was kind of frumpyish, you know, at that age. So. And, and he always acts like so pretentious, like he knows everything. He's he acts yeah. like he has a lot of experience. And, um, oh, I know. I think I know who Josh was thinking of. Ted Knight. Because he Ted definitely Knight always had white hair. Yeah, yeah, Ted Knight's definitely uh, somebody on that list. So. <laughs> but not the one Josh was thinking of. No, no, I've, I've given up on it at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, uh, yeah, The Sunshine Boys, I do recommend it to you guys. Okay. And, I, and I'll try to get you a DVD copy. Cause, uh, I, I will say it's kind of a slow-paced movie, um, but... Once Walter Matthau and George Burns start going at it, they really are funny. They okay. really seeing each other argue and battling each. There's one scene where Walter Matthau pulls out a knife and starts, you know, threatening George Burns with a knife. So it is very funny. That must be funny. It sounds like a good wholesome movie there. Oh yes, yeah. so my. Nice job trying to corrupt Granny. <laughs> well, they, yeah, I think um, Mom and Granny had a pretty good time. I think gra- Granny, yeah, she, well, speaking of corruption, yeah, I think Granny said, uh, oh, it's a Walter Matthau's character. He's very grumpy. <laughs> He's nothing like Mr. Wonderful. <laughs> His grandpa was never grumpy. Oh, no, not Grandpa. Never grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing Grandpa ever said was when... Grandpa insisted that uh, wafer cookies were called waffles, not wafers. <laughs> and he was very stubborn about that. That was the hill to die on. That was his hill to die on. There was a lot of hills cookies. he liked to die on. Yeah. <laughs> it probably used to be called waffle cookies or something. Probably, you know? but, you know, it's just a, a dialect of wherever you're from, too. You know, I know, when I was a kid, I had an argument with my mom because she told me that Cheerios were called Cheerios when she was a kid, and I told her she was crazy. That nobody has ever called them Cheerios, and you're <laughs> insane. But it, they were. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <he laughs> so she crazy. would always call them. Yeah. So she always called them Cheerios. We're like, why do you say that? They're Cheerios. She's like, because they used to be that. Yeah, so it could be one of those things. Well, <laughs> even like um, that movie, Canute Rockney, All American. My dad insisted that his name was Newt Rockney. I thought it was Newt Rockney. No. Okay, maybe, maybe it is. I'm not sure. Well, because well, whatever name they say in the movie, 
They, I've never the, seen it. Oh, oh, you. I think you might like it. Well, I, I mean, it's Is that Ronald Reagan. Yeah, Ron, Ronald Which Reagan. Reagan. That's the Gipper one. The Gipper, yeah, yeah. George, George Gip from uh, from Calumont. Uh, Newt Rockney. Calumont. K N U T E. K N U T E. Well, yeah. whatever yeah, way they it. said it in the movie, my dad was pronouncing it differently the from, okay. from what they said in the movie. Okay, <laughs> you just answered it. My question I was going to be asking, you know, about Newt. Yes. <laughs> was that with a K, right? Mm-hmm. Right, it was with a K, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, so K N U. Yeah, all right. I, I never would have thought twice she about it. turned me into a Newt. <laughs> <laughs> well, we might have to watch that movie together sometime. Okay. It's, it's pretty good. I mean, definitely, like Terry was saying, that Ronald Reagan has an important part in that. Very, yes. And I remember that was one of the only times I saw my dad tear up when we watched a Newt Rockney All-American or Canute Rockney All-American on TCM. And my dad teared up twice, once during the, the George Gipps scene and then the fo- the later scene. Well, I don't want to spoil the movie for you guys. but <laughs> That's, um, yeah, there's an interesting thing about um, guys and only tearing up at football or... I was just going to say that. Guy, that's oh, the only yes. time you'll see a guy cry is in a sports movie. Remember the Titans. Yeah, yeah. they'll be crying at that. Or, or Shawshank like, Redemption. That's oh, true. Yeah, that's They're allowed bad. to cry during Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. They're allowed to cry during Brian's song, which was sad. Oh, um, yeah. That yeah, was... that was very hard to watch. Yeah, that is. A um, I don't think Mr. Wonderful ever cried about any of them. <laughs> but Maybe I not. don't have that kind of memory. <laughs> yeah, well, you never know. Um, you're probably right. Uh, I heard that when Uncle Dave came home from Vietnam, uh, Grandpa teared up a little bit. Well, that's a little different yeah, than yeah. a football movie. Yeah. <laughs> a lot different from a football movie. I don't know about the same. <laughs> Rudy. Well, I mean, yeah, certain probably certain parts of the war might have been just as intense as a football game. But. Um, yeah. I assume so, yes. <laughs> And I mean, there are football players who served in Vietnam, so... Sure. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I, we could do that as a watch-along party someday, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Just, but. We saw a little bit of when we watched that Reagan documentary. They talked yes. about it a little bit. Oh, yeah, they yeah. probably showed the scene of yeah. him on the hospital bed. Did you watch that uh, on Showtime, the uh, the Reagan's miniseries? Not yet. No, I've, I've heard about you the Reagan's on Showtime, it. but... I, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, but if you ever like end up with a, uh, I don't know if you guys even do Showtime no. subscription or if you Sorry. ever have a free trial of it. <laughs> if you do a free trial of it, I would highly recommend burning through them because uh, it's four episodes, so four hours long altogether. But mm-hmm. I, I think you you would get a kick out of it. Well, well, if the Reagans is on DVD, then I'll, I'll get the DVD. That's interesting. I don't know if I've seen it on the DVD yet, but uh, but yeah, I would check the library or whatever see if they have that. Yeah, that's, that's a possibility. Oh. Oh, I was just going to say, in Wyandotte, we have Wyandotte Cable, and every once in a while they'll have a free trial of Showtime or HBO, but Randy and I always forget, because it's only for like three or four days, and we we always forget, oh, there was a Showtime trial, or oh, and we yeah. forgot to watch HBO <laughs> for four days. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you can get it on Prime as well, like mm-hmm. um, every so often Prime will give you a, a seven-day trial or something, so... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just keep an eye out for it. It's it's up your alley for sure. Uh, we we thought of you a lot when we were watching it. Definitely. Thank you for thinking of me. And uh, yeah, I, I definitely he Ronald Reagan and Nancy Reagan too. They were two of my favorite president and first lady because it, it seemed like they were good role models. And I know people 
they gripe on Ronald Reagan, like for you know all the raising taxes and stuff like that. And I know um, my history professor; uh, he claimed that Ronald Reagan lied. He was such a good actor; he lied about being old, not knowing how, like the economy and stuff like that. And he said he was an expert with the economy. He just knew how to trick the people. I I don't agree with that professor. Okay. He's a jerk bag. <laughs> But, uh, but anyways, uh, the thing I don't like about Ronald Reagan, and I get this from, since my dad was a, a steel worker for many, and a carpenter for many years, uh, he was laid off a couple times while Reagan was president, you know, because Reagan wasn't always, um, I'm trying to find the right way to say this, that uh, he, Reagan didn't always, wasn't the best supporter of the unions, you know. For sure. Oh, no, he was a, he was a definitely union buster. Union busting kind yeah. of president yeah for sure union busting so yeah. so that's the only thing one of the things i don't like about ron reagan is that he wasn't more supportive of the union but but other than that i felt like he he had a lot of uh, integrity yeah uh, yeah like i said the, the documentary was interesting they they did a really good deep dive it was almost like watching um more of the Ken Burns, mm-hmm. you know, not quite to that detail like the Roosevelt's one from Ken Burns was, but mm-hmm. it's similar. Like they, they they dove in deep, and and it's not anything that they claim or talk about in it. They they do so with documentation, and usually, interesting enough, usually it's video documentation. Like they actually have raw footage from like behind the scenes and stuff, which is crazy. Like the type, the amount of footage that they had of the Reagans outside of the public eye was fascinating. Like it was very, very interesting um, how much they documented their own lives or, or had people documenting it. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, that's in the recommendation yeah. category. <laughs> well, thank you guys. I appreciate it. No, I was just going to say to granny. So there we had watched this um, series about the Reagans, about Ronald Reagan mm-hmm. and his wife. And it was very, very interesting. So, you know, Chris is so into politics. I am. Uh, anyway, really be into it. I will check out the ring. No, I was going to say, Ken Burns, uh, Josh, did you know that uh, Uncle Bob, or as you call him, Uncle Bobby, <laughs> he, he is a huge fan of uh, Ken Burns? Yes. As he should be, yeah. Uh, definitely Uncle Bobby loves loves the, the Ken Burns documentaries. He's a huge fan of the jazz one, for sure. Um, oh, yeah. That was, that was a pretty big one, but, yeah. Big fan of that guy. He's a real good man. Love him. Uncle Bob or yes. Ken Burns? Oh, I didn't know. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know Ken Burns enough to call him. Uh, well, to, to say I love him, <laughs> but Uncle Bobby, yes. I, I've enjoyed his work, but uh, Uncle Bobby, I say I, I, I can say I love him. You know, with with uh, with no you know worries. I, which I have a question too. So um, for years. Bobby, Ben, and Stephen have been known as the Bobby the Bobbies. Bo- yeah. And, and, and Shannon. And oh, and yeah. Shannon. Shannon. <laughs> Shannon, Shannon She's was a Bobby, stuck, too. She was stuck being a, a, a Bobby girl. <laughs> so the She's qu- a Bobby girl in the Bobby world. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not quite sure who came up with that nickname. Uh, I... I've been. I thought it was Katie, cousin Katie. My my mom and dad though, they think that Aunt Marilyn came up with the nickname Bobby Boys. But regardless of who came up with, and I want to know, was that started because of cousin, like they, cousin Bobby, or because the four of the are the children of Uncle Bobby? Well, I I can't speak for exactly why the person who first coined it coined it but it was an inevitable coining that was going to happen and the timing of when it happened was when bobby Stephen, and benjamin 
all had the exact same haircut mm -hmm. and the exact same glasses, oh. or they all looked like little miniature Jew carries. <laughs> oh, Carey. that's hilarious. And, it looked like Jew Carey. Um, and so it was like um, Bobby was, you know, like two sizes bigger than the other two, mm -hmm. and but they all looked like. Like, oh, yeah. like this weird triplet set that, that one was just somehow bigger than the others. Oh, yeah. And so that was the exact same timing that I first started hearing my dad call them the Bobby Boys. Oh, that's so, wow, But that being said, I'm not saying dad coined it. I think I think it probably could have come from Maryland. Maryland's really good with uh, coming up with fun, sharp, uh, oh, yeah. uh, humorous uh, takes on people at the time. Uh -huh. And so I think she probably... It was probably her who coined it, mm -hmm. and then it just it spread like wildfire because wherever Uncle Bobby went, so the Bobby Boys came as oh, well, yeah. and it was just like the package deal of the four of them, and then uh, it just was ubiquitous with them, and then from there on in, once Shannon was born, it was just like, well, yeah, it's just a whole Bobby package. So <laughs> She's a Bobby all girl. The yeah, all, all the Bobbies are here, so... Um, and she, well, with all Bobby, Ben, and Steven being so funny, I like to think Shannon is all three of them rolled into one. Like Terry said, Shannon is hilarious on yeah. Facebook. Oh, my gosh. She just cracks me up. Oh, yeah. All those memes. <laughs> yeah. And... I agree with you. She yes. Is. Isn't she funny? Oh, my gosh. I just love that kid. Oh, yeah. She, when, I can't remember if I told you guys, but uh, Shannon was working at Lowe's for a short time. Yes. I yeah, that's right. Working with with me at Southgate Lowe's, and we, we we had a lot of the same shifts too. And I would see, and what's funny is Shannon would, um, I would come into the break room, and um, Cheryl, Cheryl was one of the, uh, the hardware people. Cheryl would come into the break room. She was like, "Hi, Chris. Hi, Shannon. Hi, Cheryl. You know my cousin Shannon?" And she was, "Why, yes. Yeah, she came up and introduced herself to me. She's really funny." <laughs> So Shannon made friends really fast at Lowe's. Nice. And, and definitely cool. really good with joking around, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's not a, not an issue for for that's for sure. Mm -hmm. She had to learn that at a very early age as a, as a measure of self-defense. <laughs> yeah, surviving the, the, the boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're a little sister of all boys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I know you guys probably have to leave soon, so I'll, I'll wrap it up. But um, I, I was going to say... Um, when Josh said that all through the Bobby boys, they always followed their dad around. The, the great proof of that is um, when Grandpa Paul passed away. Uh, actually, they or when Grandpa had the heart attack, they were. They, I believe Uncle Bob, Bobby, Ben, and Stephen. They the three, four of them were at Best Buy, and they were shopping at Best Buy when Aunt Kathy got. Aunt Kathy and Shannon were home, and Shannon, oh. Shannon was uh, was a baby, seven months old. I, I heard that Aunt Kathy got the phone call from from Granny that um, Grandpa had, had a heart attack. And uh, there weren't cell phones back then, so <laughs> and Kathy had to call Best Buy to find Bob Delisle. Well, the only problem was she didn't know which Best Buy. <laughs> they, oh, wow, Bob didn't boy. say which Best Buy they were going to, but but they soon enough, soon afterwards, is when they well, the four of them came home. And, wow! And uh, but the best part of that story is when um, Aunt Kathy got the phone call from Granny. I, I believe Aunt Kathy started crying or tearing up, and Shannon, only seven-month-old baby, Shannon instinctively uh, started uh, white, uh, like touching her mom's face and wiping the tears. Aww. Aww. 
That is really a, a nice story. Oh, it very, is. very touching. Right. Yeah, Shannon has always had, even as a baby, but uh, she has always had a great heart. I remember when I got hit by the car when I was 11 years old. I heard that um, when when Uncle Bob and Kathy found out that I had been, you know, in an accident, Shannon said we should say a prayer for for cousin Chris, and and yeah, so Shannon got gathered all the family and said a prayer for me. That's why you survived. Oh yes, <laughs> Shannon is a prayer warrior. Yes, honey, how old is she now? Shannon is twenty. Really? Yeah, twenty. She'll be turning twenty-one in October. And you'll be turning 96 in mm-hmm. May. In a couple of months, yeah. yeah. Come along. It's amazing. Who would have ever thought? Right. Huh? I'm just sticking around. That's yeah. right. Oh. Daughter of a sharecropper from uh, Arkansas right. somehow right. is uh, still sticking around. I think it's funny. Granny is um, almost uh, the same age as uh, Warren Sanderland because mm-hmm. Warren Sander was 97. Yep. Wow. Uh, that's something, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, only two more, a year, a one, a year and a half, and she'll pass up Warren. I'll be 96, right? Yep, yep. your turn, 96. Yep. So, just as a quick sidebar addition to your story about uh, finding out when Grandpa had passed, mm-hmm. um, the way I found out that Grandpa had passed was Terry and I uh, were working together at the time, mm-hmm. and we were driving... Uh, two clients of ours home from uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, wow. We had uh, went and stayed out in Cleveland the night before, <laughs> and we went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, um, and we had just pulled into uh, Richard's place, which is one of the clients uh, mm-hmm. that I, we had, and I, we took I, him I, out and got him into the house, and it was my dad called my... I had a cell phone at the mm-hmm. time, uh, early school cell phone, and uh, <laughs> I saw dad's number come by, and I... I didn't take it because I was in the middle of uh, doing something with Richard, so I just right. clicked no. And as soon as I clicked no, I would say like 20 seconds later, my cell phone rings and it's my mom. <laughs> and I clicked no again. And I was like, huh, this is you know weird, whatever. And then um, so I said to Terry, I said I, I need to take over on on Richard because I gotta go find out what's going on. And I called Dad up right then, and that was when Dad had let me know. But it was uh, it was just kind of funny because we had just gotten done with this long trip. Um, I think you might actually even had to drive on the way back for some reason. We took I, turns. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, yeah I, I remember eating a Cinnabon in the, in the back of the <laughs> van on the, on the ride back. But uh, uh, for some reason, that was... The thing I liked back then. But, <laughs> we did love those. Um, but yeah, so I got the, the news from there and um, while at work, and I remember Richard was just destroyed. That, that was the worst part is having to tell Richard. You remember when we brought him to Faith in God, and he loved Grandpa so much. And mm-hmm. when we came back from that fun trip, and then Josh had to be, okay, you know, Grandpa passed away. Richard was just beside himself. Oh, yeah, yeah, he lost it. That was yeah. that was rough. Now, who was he now? He was, um, he was our friend that uh, Terry and I worked with who had cerebral palsy, and he was in the wheelchair, mm-hmm. all kind of bunched up. And Terry brought him that- to the prayer meeting and sat next to you mm-hmm. at the Faith in God on Northline, the, mm-hmm. the, the yeah. second one. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, was when, that was when you first met uh, Terry, and you told her that she was a shining light in the world. Yes, Aww. you did. And I said, oh, this woman is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> 
any woman that gives you that kind of compliment. That's right. You know? Yeah, so Richard, he was... Why, thank you. So Richard was, yeah, he was our friend that was in the wheelchair, and he came to the prayer meeting. He just thought that was fantastic, so we came a few times, and he just loved Grandpa. He thought he was the greatest. Yeah, Scott so, would always take time with him and, and yeah. talk oh, to and him. Oh, so we So I brought him to the funeral home, you know, so he could say goodbye to Grandpa and stuff. It was rough, because he really loved him, but yeah. Yeah, and I was off for those couple of days afterwards because yeah. I was working on the family stuff, and so mm-hmm. Terry had to spend a whole lot of time uh, grieving with Richard over yes. Grandpa, okay. so. When, uh, when Richard came in, um, it was one of those funny things because, um, you know, I, I'm, I, all disclosure, as everybody knows, I'm not a real big fan of Father Charles. Uh, he, was, <laughs> he was not one of my favorites, personally. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I do understand that some people got along with him, but he was just not one of my favorites. Right. But um, <laughs> Understand. When Richard came in to see Grandpa at the funeral home, uh, Richard had, uh, you know, was just crying and, you know, really, you know, deeply into this and had gone up and seen Grandpa up at the casket. And when he wheeled himself towards the back... Um, uh, Father Charles, like, came over and kind of cornered him and tried to get him to start going to church at uh, at St. Elizabeth uh, because I'd taken Richard to St. Elizabeth, like, once or twice, and so he'd seen him in the crowd there, uh, but then Richard liked Grandpa's church much better. It was more lively. It was what he wanted, you know, and so Father Charles, like, cornered this guy at a funeral home while he's grieving over the passing of Grandpa and is, like, trying to guilt him into going to, to Catholic Church again. And uh, I was like, I don't think this is a good time for that, buddy. You know, like, why don't you move on? <laughs> let this guy, let this poor guy grieve. You know, he's like, oh, jeez. Yeah. It's just uh, one of those funny moments that, right. you know, I'm sure he didn't mean anything bad by it or anything else, but it's just, it just not proper timing, right. you know. He just got to... Well, that was nice way it was handled. Yeah. <laughs> we just kind of had to roll him out of there, but... <laughs> All right, well, let's... Uh, Can let's, I... I yep. wanna, go ahead, Chris. Oh, oh, I think Terry was... No, 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 I was going to say. Uh, so, uh, Father Charles, I also was not a big fan of him. I, at the time, I was all right, but then when I got older and I heard, like, yeah, the souping room is over there, you know, and different... <laughs> he was rude to Shannon one time. Jeez, sounds like a jerk. Oh, yeah, he had a very... Um, even like Grandpa's funeral, I, I heard a story one time that he was real particular about... Uh, the the details for Grandpa's funeral, but so uh, different things like that. I I who I really like though was uh, Father Mike. That he he's the Irish priest. Yeah. Who, I think you guys were in the kitchen area dear, for Great Grady's Night of Birth, so you, you didn't get to see Father Mike. But he's a good Irish priest, and Father Linus, the uh, uh, Kenyan priest. Yeah. He was nice. Oh okay. Father Mike Father Mike was nice. I met him a couple of times, and um, yeah, he was a good dude. I. Uh, Father Jack, the one that Dad and Debbie used to go see yeah, out in, uh, cool. in Wayne, I have nothing but the utmost respect for that guy. Like Wonderful human being, but he came, uh, I think, to eat with us. Wasn't yes, it? Yeah. you're absolutely correct, Granny. Yeah, good memory there. there. Yeah. Your parents really, really yes. liked him, yes. and uh, he was—he was very likable person, mm-hmm. you know. Father Jack, yeah. just a just a really good human being. Right. You know, I, I um, you know, the guy goes hiking in the Himalayas, and uh, you know, and the one thing I, I will say this real briefly about him that I, I have respect for is that he was a lot like Grandpa. He's like, if we're gonna do charity, we do charity for anybody who needs it. Mm-hmm. There's no restrictions. I was so used to the you know the games over at St. Elizabeth about like 
oh, you know, we're going to do something nice for the poor, but only these types of poor, and only, you know, at this time, and whatever. And, and I remember Grandpa being like, no, if, if we're giving away something, we give it away. And it does not matter who needs it, that they need it, you know. And Father Jack was the exact same way. I, um, when he did their food pantry out there in Wayne, <laughs> it was really well known um, by everybody in the Wayne area that it didn't matter if you're a Catholic, if you weren't, whatever, or if you came three times in a week. They're just, if you need food, they're going to give you food right. because that's what's there for. And right. um, the dignity and respect of it, they, you know, uh, the Christianity of it all, like that is what Christianity is supposed to be is that if you have extra and somebody else needs it, you provide it, you know, and, and I really greatly appreciate when you come across people who don't just preach it, but actually live that. Right. So, um, well, Father Jack sounds like a terrific guy. And, uh, when, when Granny passes away, we might have to see if Father Jack could take part in a Granny's That work. would be really wonderful. I'm quite certain that's been earmarked already. Oh, nice. Um, just like it was for Mammy. When Mammy passed away, right. when Father Jack came down uh, and did her funeral. Oh, I didn't know so, that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I think I've... Is he... He was Irish, you said, right? Uh, I don't know if he's Irish or not, honestly. Um, well, well, he's American. Well, <laughs> there was one priest at the... Uh, what's the the saint saint rocks troop mm-hmm. there uncle paul said there was uh, i think an irish priest who used to sing danny danny sure Boy. yeah but yeah father jack didn't work at, at saint rocks he oh, was okay. uh he had his church in waterford oh okay. um but he just traveled down to saint rocks for that service and ran I the show you. and that's also how and why dube and i were able to play the songs we played right. for mammy's funeral because mm-hmm. Um, even though they were granny songs. And Mammy <laughs> stole granny's songs. In the, in the land where we'll never grow old. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the fact that they were, you know, Baptist spirituals and not Catholic ones uh, gets some people's uh, pants in an uproar. Uh, and, I put my pants are in an uproar. And uh, Father Jack was just like, nope, I'm running this service. They'll, they'll play whatever they want to play. And well, you know, He so is a great priest. Then. Yeah, he really is. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, absolutely. So a couple things before we end I wanted to remember. One, and I forgot it already. Two, I have to go back to that. But when we go, so when we leave here, we're going to see Josh's friend Jay and his new puppy. So I think we're going to have to add her to your board here. Yes. Because. Isn't couple, that beautiful? I sit, I sit here and look at it the whole time and I was like, oh, she needs the new puppy. And she also needs Climber. Who is my sister's cat, and he's a really funny looking cat. So Deb is a real sweetheart. She'll work it in there. Oh, she will. Oh, yeah. She'll find a spot. <laughs> oh, and the other part was my mom wanted to make sure I said hello to you. Well, because she hasn't seen you in a long time. Tell so. her I, I really love her, appreciate her. I will do that. She is a <laughs> lovely, lovely lady. Yeah, she misses seeing you. She misses going to church too. But oh. <laughs> I'm sure we'll find a great photo of Tony to put on. We will. I'm gonna take a picture, maybe in her pink T-shirt. Oh yeah, Tony. Tony Jay pink. lets her put it on. Tony, Tony, Tony. Tony. <laughs> pink, pink Tony. That's right. All right. Oh, pink Tony. <laughs> All right, Mr. Chris, lead us in prayer, my friend. Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day you've blessed us all with, and uh, keep everybody safe on the these wet roads, and uh, bless Granny, and let Granny continue to be healthy and happy, and let Josh and Terry have a wonderful day, and please let Tony be well behaved. <laughs> and thank you for letting Terry and Josh uh, find a nice gift for Tony, and thank you for all the gifts that Terry and Josh gave to me today. <laughs> In Jesus' name, amen. Amen! amen. All right. Three, two, one, glory! glory. <laughs>
I'm that gonna would go wonderful. You better take your picture. Oh, yeah. And then I'll, I'll go get the DVD. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, wait. I'm gonna, we got to swing Mr. Yeah, Chris way. in this way. Oh, hold on. Let's get it. All right. <laughs> Love it. One more up top. All right. Uh-huh. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. What a good-looking group. Oh, boy. Isn't that? That's a great picture. That's a picture. great picture. And I'm glad this kitty's still behaving oh, itself. Oh, me too, honey.